Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple seconds here and let the Lord reveal himself and just relax. Part of our challenge here on this earth is to find that restful place even as we are seeking God. He wants us to hunger and thirst for Him and focus on Him and be vigilant and wage warfare and yet all that from a restful, peaceful, confident and calm inner place. This is something he does in us and through us and for us. the more time we spend with him, the more we recognize that rest, that presence of God. And it's no longer a matter of him being outside of us or inside of us or over there. He gives us a growing sense of being above in the world, but not of it. Seeing and being aware of what's going on, and yet not influenced or apart or... invested in the natural world, the natural realm. This earth is not your home. It's a training ground. This is where we learn about God, about ourselves, It's not where we're going to, this place, this world is not where we find satisfaction or fulfillment or contentment or even success. God himself being in him, receiving eternal life, God himself. That's where we find contentment and peace and success. 
but there are things about God and his rest and success and peace and overcoming that we can only learn or he has designated for us to learn here on this earth. So we can make the most of our time here on this earth by embracing whatever opportunities we find ourselves in, whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. The tests are not about passing or failing, but they're like stress tests. Does what you believe work? When you're faced with these circumstances, do those things that you have put your confidence in live up to your expectations. For instance, we're often taught God wouldn't allow this to happen, bad circumstances to happen to good people or people who have been serving him. And yet, when bad things do happen, Do we rethink what we believe? That maybe those doctrines aren't really from God? Or do we blame ourselves? Maybe there's hidden sin in our lives. Or maybe it's God's fault. Or there is no God. Where do we go when circumstances, earthly circumstances, challenge what we believe. And wherever we go is fine. Because God's already there. Whatever circumstances you're in now, God is there. God is meeting your needs right now. He's bringing healing and peace and rest and comfort and encouragement and clarity to those situations. Lord, we ask you to do that right now. You know what your people need, whether it's information, guidance, or healing to be changed, restored, or even a physical healing, Lord. You know what is needed, even in the face, Lord, the nose, the breathing, the facial structure, Lord. Just ask that you would restore and bring quick healing. But, Lord, you know what we need because you created that need so you could fill it. Lord, also restore areas where 
There's shame. Those wounds of rejection where we turn them inward, where we take responsibility for things that are not our responsibility. Or it's not about rationalizing or understanding, but Lord, just touch those areas where we are believing lies. Do your thing. Do your restoration and your healing. And we thank you, Lord, because you know we want what you want for us. And we don't want to settle for anything less than everything you have for us. And we, again, we thank you ahead of time for everything you're doing in our lives. And we come against any interference during this time or in our lives or in our household. Any interference from any of our enemies, the world system, our own flesh, or the devil and his little buddies. We come against those interferences. Lord, teach us how to overcome. Lord, bring to our thoughts or our emotions or our imagination even an area that you want to talk to us about that needs healing or in which we need direction or even where we're believing a lie. Reveal yourself, Lord. We know that in our spirit, we've already given you permission to do whatever it is you want to do in us. But in our soul and in our body, we also join with our spirit in saying, yes, Lord, to whatever you want to do. We accept that you love us, that you want what's best for us, and that most of the time we have no idea what that means. But we trust you, Lord. And regardless of how much fight we put up, we just ask that you do what you want to do anyway. We give you permission to do whatever you want in our lives. And Lord, even wake us up at night to spend time with you uninterrupted without fighting the the thoughts of the day, Lord, that we would develop those habits of just relaxing into you, being with you and being changed in your presence. And again, Lord, we, we thank you for what you're doing. So I hope you've been moving on some of these these instructions, these these approaches to getting to know God. Because he is a real person. He's a real being. He's not like you and I. We're creatures in our bodies. But he created those bodies, those us as creatures, a creation. So he took something, a a part of himself, and made us. 
So we are part of him, and yet he's so much more. So don't judge him or compare him to us, to ourselves. Instead, let him reveal himself as he is. As he reveals to you where you lack, ask for him to restore that lack. For instance, Lord, I don't know how to know you. Teach me how to know you. And he will. As long as you give him the two things, the only two things we have to give him time and attention. Give him those two things. And he meets your needs. Now, he's already met your needs, even though you don't know it. It's like if you thought you were broke, but you really had a bazillion dollars in the bank, but nobody told you how to withdraw it, how to tap into it, how to write a check on it. You could have all the wealth of the world at your disposal, but if you don't know how to access it, you're walking around broke. Well, God wants you to know how to walk around as a kingdom's kid. You are not a victim. You are not homeless. You are not lost. But a spirit being, a spirit being who is learning to live as a spirit being here on this earth. Now, God also does a quick work. So don't get distracted by where you think you are. As far as, you know, we all think we're behind. We all think we've missed him, and now we're so far behind, we're never going to get caught up. And God is never going to be able to do in us and through us what he really wanted to. Well, that's one of those lies. Because God knows exactly where you are, and you're exactly at the right place at the right time. Because remember, God created time. And you know that time that hasn't happened yet, like tomorrow and the day after and the day after? He created that. It's already been created. It's already done. So he already knows your future. And because you are spirit, you also know your future. So if we don't have to worry about our future, what are we struggling with? Our own expectations, our own ideas about what it's like to be a Christian. What is God like? What is what? We all have our own questions. God wants you to take those questions right to him. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to answer your questions. 
because a lot of times it's not the answer that makes a difference. It's that that question drove you to him. He's after you. God wants you complete and entire spirit, soul, and body. This is why he reveals himself to you personally. Not just as a God up on a mountaintop or even a God in a book. He's not a God of part of us, just spirit. But he's also God of our soul and God of our body. And he reveals himself to us spiritually, supernaturally to our soul, and naturally. Because he wants to be known. But he makes himself known to us personally, through his personal presence, so we can have a personal relationship with a personal God. This is why the way he generally reveals himself to us first is through rest. That as we spend time with him, he brings us into a stillness and a calmness, quietness, that has nothing to do with what's going on in our circumstances. We could be totally engaged in our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, playing in a concert, brain surgery, doing math, and God is revealing himself to us. And we are communing with him. They can go on all at the same time. In other words, we don't need to go live in a monastery to be one with God. To be his captive bride. To be enjoying his personal presence. We talked last week about Moses. When Moses was assigned his project here on this earth to free God's people, Moses asked for help. He asked God to send someone with him. God could have sent him the most powerful beings, the most powerful angels. He could have sent him given him the greatest power on earth. He, God could have given Moses the power to destroy Egypt and take the spoils. Yet he promised Moses two things. My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Now, he didn't say when you're finally in the promised land. So 
says, no, my presence shall go with you as you go. And I will give you rest as you go. Not power, not wealth, not angelic beings, but rest, the freedom from self-effort. Not lack of effort, but freedom from having to do it himself. And that's the rest for you and I as well. The rest from having to fix yourself, to try harder. You're free from having to figure out what God wants you to do. You're free. You're off the hook. You're free from having to figure out how you have to make up for lost time. You're free from pleasing God. You're free from trying to measure up to his standards or your own or anyone's. You can rest and let him be the God. He will change you as he chooses and into what he chooses. He knows what he's doing and he knows the schedule he has for you. God's personal presence is also a shelter. The more we get to know God, the more we are able to recognize and appreciate his protection and care. Think of what a shelter is. It doesn't stop the circumstances. It doesn't keep the rain from falling or the storm, the lightning from flashing, and the thunder from rumbling. It simply protects us from that. So God's presence provides a refuge from criticism, rejection, and the slander that often comes our way. Not by preventing it, not even by punishing those who bring it, not by punishing the critics or those who reject us or those who lie about us. But instead by providing a safe place to receive healing. God wants us to know how to recognize a safe shelter and how to seek him out when we need healing. God knows you need healing. God knows you need a refuge in a shelter, in a time of refreshing. 
and his own presence is that shelter. It's not about making a way for us to go take a vacation or an extra day off, but his very presence restores our soul, heals our soul, refreshes our soul, gives truth to our soul, gives us that safe place to receive healing, not to heal ourselves, but to receive his gift of healing, that we are the first partakers of everything that's going on in our spirit. He changes our expectations about what he wants for us. We are often so convinced of all the wonderful things God wants to do in this world. And yet we often leave ourselves out of God's revelation. That God wants to move on populations, nations, situations and make himself known and bring justice and restoration. And yet, you know, if that's his nature, if that's his character, righteousness and justice and restoration, those are things that are about him. Isn't he that way with us on a one-to-one basis? as well as anything he might be doing on a larger scale. We receive healing. And the more we can accept his presence, his personal presence as a shelter, we can, even in the midst of turmoil, whether it's something going on at work or in the family or even in a hospital, we can just close our eyes and turn away from that situation momentarily and be in that safe place of healing. We can be in that shelter even while the storm rages. It's like being below deck on a, on a ship, no matter how we're tossed and turned, blown about on those rough seas, we are safe. And these are the experiences that God takes us through so we can learn to recognize his presence. It's not so that his presence will come. Because his presence is already there. His presence is with you now. He is 100% with you now. You have all the eternal life right now you are ever going to get. Our problem is receiving it. 
And that's what spending time with him and giving our attention, that's what that purpose is, is to make us able to receive, recognize and receive. And Lord, I just ask you right now, whether there's hard circumstances or we're going through an easy time, Lord, remind us of the shelter that you've been in our past and be a shelter to us now. That we would consciously be aware of how refreshing it is to be in that shelter and how safe we are in the times you've been a shelter to us in the past. Lord, that we would even be grateful and appreciative and thankful that even when we didn't know you, even when we didn't know to recognize you, that you were there protecting us, being our shelter. And we thank you ahead of time, Lord. Well, for this week, Lord, reveal yourself as our shelter. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again same time next week. Until then, you can drop me a line at diane at org or through Blog Talk Radio. Until next week, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.